Welcome into the Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain. What's up, my friends? Lauren McClain here with Cleon Wall, and we're doing what we do best, talking all things BYU Cougars. Here's what we have coming up on the show today. Winter sports are just over the horizon, and basketball is here. We chat with BYU women's basketball star forward Lauren Gustin about the new season, new coaches, and new expectations. Plus, after a standout season last year, the BOU gymnastics team has high hopes of flying even higher. Assistant coach Brogan Evanson gives us the inside scoop of future meets and more. But first, can I get a hallelujah and an amen? BOU beats Boise State on the Smurf turf for just the second time ever. And the game came with all the thrills we've come to expect from this rivalry and provided some possible redemption to this year's season. Cleon, are you a believer or was it just Bronco fever? I, I feel like you're getting religious on me. Here. <laughs> I am. Uh, what do you consider a believer? I mean, I'll tell you what I'm a believer in, at least for this football team, okay? okay. I'm a believer in these guys believing in themselves. Uh, they could have folded after four losses, you know, changes in coaching, being questioned if they could make it to a bowl game. Everyone was questioning it, but these guys actually believed in themselves, and they came out with a win. I believe in slump busters. Sometimes you need something to bust you out of a slump, and they got it. These guys had too much talent to keep losing. Uh, even if you weren't on their backups, they were a deeper team. So I expected them to win one of these games. It was just a matter of time when they were going to do it. And, you know, to do it on a rival's home field, yeah, uh, the last time that you're going to see them for who knows how long, it just makes it that much sweeter. Uh, I'm a believer in no excuses. Defense could have blamed the offense in the first half and the other way around in the second half. But these guys did just enough to win the game. And then... I would probably say that's what I believe in. Now, you said, am I a believer or is it Bronco Fever? (laughs) Um, Bronco Fever would be me saying, this team has figured it out. (laughs) I don't think think we're there yet, okay? Bronco Fever, short yardage situations. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I still see too many problems. They need to figure out how to pick up first downs in short yardage situations, whether that's through the air or on the ground, whatever. You saw a little bit of promise in the second half, Lauren. But two times in the first half, they got stuff. And I know one of them should have been a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. But still, if there would have been more push and if yeah. Lopini could have gotten into the end zone with a little more force, and, and I'm not it a blaming more and, obvious. Yeah, we wouldn't have a question mark whether there was a touchdown at the end of the half or not. So that's where I'm still saying I have a little bit of Bronco fever there. And then finally, I'll say running game. Injuries have sapped their running game. Jeremy may need to run a little bit more or at least be a threat to run so the other guys will have the opportunity to run. So that's what I'm a believer in, and that's what I have Bronco fever in. Jaron running was actually one of the bright spots for me. I actually feel like he ran more than he has in a number of games, and it made a huge difference in the game and with the offense. I'm a believer, Cleon. I am, like I said last week. Hallelujah. Amen. Previous stats or rankings don't matter heading into the rivalry game. This game proved that theory once again, but if you can pull out that kind of heart in a rivalry game, it's part of you. It's in you. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like if She's you... going deep here, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. I'm not saying BOU football still doesn't have some problems. They absolutely do, and you mentioned some of those. And hopefully a lot of those will get worked out after the season. But can I just say, Puka Nakua is that guy. Cleon, need I say more? <laughs> I said numerous times during the game, I said, give Puka the ball, just yelling at the TV because it just needed to happen. I, I called that last play. I, fade route is an interesting play call, but I knew it had to be in Puka's hands. That guy has next-level talent. He's has unreal hands, speeds, hops, vision, and he just has that fire in him. 
Boise State, Cleon has to hate the Nakuas. <laughs> they have just destroyed a number of games for them, and and I love to see it. I thought the defense made huge strides. Again, not perfect, but so much better than what we've seen in the previous six games. So BYU's run game, you mentioned that a little bit. I thought it looked solid. I loved what I saw from junior running back Hinkley Ropati. He's low to the ground. He's quick. He's very strong. He has a lot to prove. And he definitely turned some heads. Yeah, it was fun to see him on both those screen passes, what he could do. And so now you're thinking, man, this is the same kid who fumbled the first time he received the ball. Now it's like, okay, I'm past that now. And so that's what you're hoping as a BYU fan. You're like, okay, he's past that. Now now let's see what he can do for us. Absolutely. The Cougars did this without several starters, especially on defense. So hopefully the guys can rest up and get healthy during the bye week and maybe even during the Utah Tech week because they're not going to be needed. And then get healthy for Stanford, end on a win, win a bowl game, and the season is somewhat redeemed. Somewhat redeemed. (laughs) We are seriously so lucky as BYU fans. Football is king, as we know, but BYU has some other incredibly talented, successful, and entertaining teams on campus. And one of those is the women's basketball team. There's a lot to look out for. They finished last year with one of the most successful seasons in its history. BYU's picked to finish third in the 2022-23 WCC Women's Basketball Preseason Coaches Poll. And this is Amber Whiting's first season as head coach following Jeff Judkins' retirement. Cleon, what are you most looking forward to with head coach Amber Whiting? I want to see how this team responds to her and responds without their stars from yesteryear. Shaylee Gonzalez is gone. Yep. Tegan Graham is gone. Paisley Harding is gone. That's a lot of offensive firepower that BYU is losing. Uh, I want to see how this team does without him. Nani Falate, I interviewed her for the Behind the Mic podcast. Yes, shameless promotion. Please go listen to the (laughs) Behind the Mic podcast. Anyway, Nani Falate, she's expected to step up. She she actually had a good freshman season, but when you have those – those players in front of you, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to maybe get into a groove. And plus, she was a freshman. And so, actually, for a freshman year, it, it was good. And now she's expected to step up, and she says, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to play for it. You know, Coach Amber Whiting says she loves defense. I want to see how they play defense yeah. and how they do. And it's always interesting to see how a team responds to change. So that's what I'm looking forward to with the women's basketball team. And Jeff Judkins just had some very well-coached teams over the years. They were always at the top of the WCC, if not the top. So whenever there's change, you never know with head coach Amber Whiting coming in. But one thing I really loved about her, she was spunky, she's disciplined, she's passionate, she's very knowledgeable. So I hope fans will give her a little bit of wiggle room this first year to try and figure things out and get her feet wet. Because I see really good things happening with the program with Amber. Like you said, she's all about defense, which is interesting because as a fan you're like, no, 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 give me some offense. Don't be all that defense. But it really does. Defense wins games. The Cougars lost some key contributors last season, but there are some returning starters in Nani Falatea, Emma Calvert, Kaylee Smiler, and, of course, Lauren Gustin. We chatted with Lauren about her expectations for this season. Um, you know, I'm really excited to just be out there with the girls on the court. Um, really, really love this team. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to be able to, you know, kind of put all of our summer hard work um, into the our games and also just with the coaching staff they're great they've been awesome so i'm excited to finally play some games under them you have a fun non-conference schedule conference play is always exciting by the way is there is there a game on the schedule that you're really looking forward to i mean i look at your schedule and i'm thinking hey they're going to hawaii that'd be the that'd be the place <laughs> i i would look forward to playing yeah no definitely hawaii will be fun uh you know beautiful weather will be fun to kind of bond with the girls out there um i'm really looking forward to the utah game um, unfortunately, last year I had COVID during the Utah game, so I didn't get a play. 
which was upsetting because I was looking forward to it that year. So um, Utah, we have them home. Oklahoma home, that'll be another big one. Um, we have a lot of home games, which I'm happy about. I love that you actually picked a game because I feel like a lot of times – People are like, oh, it's every game, one game at a time. <laughs> I like that you actually picked a few. That's really fun. Utah is always circled on my schedule too. Lauren, how has the team adjusted to having a brand new coach and Amber Whiting and a few new assistant coaches? Um, you know, it's definitely been, all of us have had to, you know, work together um, on it all because it's new kind of for everyone. We lost a lot of great, you know, seniors and leaders um, from last season. So a lot of the girls have had to step it up. Um, you know, leadership-wise and their roles on the court. And the coaches have been great with, um, you know, teaching us, you know, a whole new offense and and really focusing on defense. So the coaches have been great. I think it's been fun to kind of learn together kind of everything. Um, and then we have Lee back, you know, as well from last year, which has been great just because, you know, a lot of us are comfortable with him already and we kind of know what we're going to get from him. So it's been good to have that familiar, that familiar face. And then, you know, Amber's she's been awesome. Our coach, AK and Morgan, all them, um, really bring a whole different level of intensity, I feel like. So it's been it's been fun to adjust to that. You mentioned leadership and you're one of the returning players. Are you one of those leaders that you're talking about that's had to step up? Yeah, I mean I I definitely have had to fill a lot bigger role than last year, um, which has been obviously it's it's, it's challenging but it's but it's fun. I love it. Um, also alongside with, you know, Nani and Kaylee, two other girls that played a lot last year, they've had to step up their leadership roles as well. So it's been, they're, you know, they're great teammates. They always push me. I try to push them. And then everyone else has, you know, had to step up a little bit as well. So I think all the girls have been working, you know, for this opportunity. And so far everyone's taking it on um, in a good way. Other than yourself, who's the player who will, ha- who, who will have a, a breakout season this season? Um, I think Nani, she'll have a really great year this year. You know, she's got a lot of roles, and um, she's she's done super good at accepting those and, you know, taking on the challenge. I also think um, Emma, our five, um, she's a freshman last year, sophomore this year. I think that she'll have a great year. And then, you know, I, I think everyone will, in their own way, is going to expand their game a lot. So I'm just kind of excited to kind of see everyone be able to show that and get those minutes that you know they maybe haven't gotten in the past um, but the first person that comes to mind is Nani she's she's gonna have a great year Lauren you are a rebounding machine you had 24 mm-hmm. rebounds in the exhibition game against Westminster so besides that what would you say is one of the main things you worked on in the offseason that you want to implement in this season a big thing that I feel like I've been trying to focus on is just my perimeter game um, I'm going to be, need to be more of a threat from the outside and be kind of more of a four with with the lineup we have. So just kind of working on my defense on the perimeter um, and then also just being able to handle, handle the ball confidently and, you know, facing up and, you know, trying to hit those shots outside. So definitely I would say the perimeter game defensively and offensively. Head coach Amber Whiting said that she made it a goal to get 10,000 fans in the Marriott Center uh, for women's basketball games. What can you tell Cougar Nation in terms of achieving that goal? Yeah, you know, I would say everyone should just come out, you know, just come out and watch us. Um, you know, we're going to be a lot of fun to watch. We're going to be, you know, super intense. I think games are going to be, you know, especially like the Utah, Oklahoma ones, they're going to be super big games for us. So always having, you know, we're going to be at home, so having the advantage of the crowd and the fans is going to really help us. But, I mean, I think we're going to be a really fun team to watch. I think a lot of people right now are kind of, you know, underestimating us a little bit. So 
I think it'll be fun to, you know, prove that wrong, but also just, you know, give, give BYU fans a good game. Yes. Well, you definitely do that year in and year out. So we're super excited for this season. We have a couple fun questions for you that we want to know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know you're just an incredible athlete altogether. What was, what's your favorite sport outside of basketball? Um, I mean, if you would consider lifting a sport, I would say that, but I would probably say, <laughs> uh, lately, honestly, I really love pickleball. It's kind of, <laughs> yes. um, I think ever since COVID, we just, my family's been playing that a lot. So that's always fun. Uh, but I, I mean, I really like volleyball too. You know, I played that in high school growing up. So I would probably say volleyball. Well, your mother was a ba- BYU basketball player in the 1980s. When did you, mm-hmm. when did you actually start beating her at basketball? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. She, that's a good question. You know, I, I don't know. She, she's been, like I said, she, well, like you said, she played at BYU and she's always been a great role model to me. So, um, you know, looking at our old film and just hearing about her, her game has always been motivating to me, but you know, we never really have matched up. She's rebounded for me, but I don't know. She's, she's, she's definitely tough down there. I was, wait, wait, wait. You you can't. No, you've got to tell me that you have not. You've never played your mom one-on-one. No. So, unfortunately, she's got a little bit of bad knees now. It's kind of caught up to her. <laughs> so, what about just yeah. in a shooting competition? Yeah, shooting. I, I, I've beat her a couple times in there, but okay. she always says she hasn't given her best effort is what she says. <laughs> so, you know, she's, she's very competitive. <laughs> Us moms have a lot of good excuses in our pocket. Um, <laughs> who wins in a game of one-on-one, you or your NFL lineman brother, Porter? Oh, uh, yeah. So, Porter actually played uh, – he played basketball all throughout growing up and high school and all that. So, he's he's pretty tough down there. He's actually got a decent shot for being how big he is. Um, so, honestly, I mean, I'm going to have to give it to him just because in high school he, he was pretty he was pretty good at basketball as well, which – I don't think a lot of people know that he, he played all growing up. And so I actually, when we were younger, we always played one-on-one against each other, which was always a lot of fun just because, you know, he's always stronger and bigger than me. So I'm going to have to give it to him on this one for sure. You you can credit him with a lot of your toughness. <laughs> Would you say that? Yeah, yeah, I'll give that one to him too. <laughs> I love it. Just an athletic family all around. We're talking to star junior forward Lauren Gustin from the women's basketball team. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today and for taking the time. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. All right, so Lauren Gustin is on the WCC all-preseason team. She's on the Katrina McLean preseason watch list again with honors, which honors the top 25 power forwards in NCAA women's basketball. She was a finalist for that last year. She basically averaged a double-double last year and is one of the greatest rebounders in the country. So thank you to her for coming on with us. Coming up, they ended the season ranked 24th in the country last year and made a run in the NCAA Regionals Tournament. The can, the BYU gymnastics team, be even better this year. Assistant coach Brogan Evanson joins us next on Cougar Tailgate. Welcome back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean alongside Cleon Wall. The BOU gymnastics team finished their 2022 season as the number 24 team in the nation and made a run to the NCAA Regionals Tournament. The 2022 team finished the season with 196.64 average and 393.265 national qualifying score to hold them among the top 25 programs in the nation. And of course, the nation took notice of the Cougars as the Mountain Rim Gymnastics Conference awarded Coach Gard Young as the MRGC Coach of the Year 
and senior standout Sadie Minor Van Tassel as MRGC Gymnast of the Year. The home schedule starts on January 20th when the Cougars host MRGC rival Boise State. The rivalries continue as BYU hosts SUU and Utah State. And in March, BYU will welcome Alaska for the final home meet of the season to be held in the Marriott Center on March 1st. Cleon, what's your favorite event in gymnastics? That is a toss-up for me, actually. Okay. Uh, I would say it's between uneven bars and the vault. I love the vault because... They're just going full speed. Yeah. They're just running as hard as they can. Then they launch themselves into the air, you know, with a little bit of help from a springboard. But they launch themselves into the air. (laughs) They do something acrobatic in the air that would make me dizzy. And then they try to land perfectly on both of their feet. It's just amazing to watch them do that. I that one that one always gets me. I love watching the vault. And then I'd probably say the uneven bars uh, because of how much arm and hand strength they need to perform their routines. And again, I don't know how they do that without getting dizzy when they're, you know, going back and forth and all these different things. Those are probably my two favorites. I'd probably give it a slight lean towards the vault. My least favorite is the beam. I don't know why, but I'm just not a big fan of the beam. I I, I like the first two that I talked about. I like the floor exercise because it takes some creativity and they're, they're having fun out there. The beam just seems... Kind of scary. Yeah, it, okay, I didn't think about scary it. Scary is the word you're looking scary for. Scary it would be, but I just also kind of find it a little boring. Okay. I, I just don't find it as exciting. I do pay attention to it, but it's out of all the events, that's my least favorite. Well, I don't blame you because uh, it's just, it's really the beam is an incredible thing. But yes, it's not as exciting as the others. I love all of them, but I love the floor. Gymnasts just blow me away. Absolutely blow me away. I had to do a warm up with them one time. Uh, when I was doing Between the Lines, and they were doing pull-ups like they were just taking a nice little stroll on their bikes, like just like 30, 30 pull-ups. And I'm trying to do one, and I'm sweating and breathing hard, and they're just incredibly strong, and uh, they can do insane tricks and flips that humans really shouldn't be capable of doing. And BYU Gymnastics has been on an upward climb since welcoming Guard Young as the head coach and his assistants. We were able to talk to former BYU gymnast and current gymnastics assistant Brogan Evanson to discuss the potential of this season's team. You were a gymnast here from 2001 to 2004, You and you were ranked 14th nationally on the uneven bars. What's it like for you being on the other side of things now as a coach? Oh, it gets better every year. Um, I I love coaching. I mean, when I was a student athlete, there's nothing better than competing and getting that, um, you know, thrill for all the hard work you put in. Um, and coaching, I've kind of found, is the same thrill. You get behind your student athletes. You get to know them. Um, you work through a lot of adversity. Um, and you get to be a part of the high points. Um, and it's sweet because you spend a lot of time digging out of those low points where they're learning a lot and growing a lot, and um, it's the best job ever. So I love it. What exactly is your role on the coaching staff? I mean, what events are you in charge of? Uh, you know, if I look at your bio on BYU uh, on the BYU website, it sounds like you've got a lot of things that you do. <laughs> I do. I get to coach ball, which is a lot of fun. I think in competition, that's kind of um, a quick event, but it just brings a lot of um, you know big time energy to the team because it's so fast and if you hit it hit it big then it's a lot of fun um and then i spend a lot of my time working on our floor um our floor preparation so that involves working with each girl finding music creating something fun that they can connect with that the that the crowd and the judges can get behind yeah i i get kind of the best of all the worlds you know i get the power event i get the dance part 
And then kind of even the personal part where the gymnasts are finding kind of how they want to present themselves to their audience, which is new for them because as a high school athlete, you do a lot of what your coaches kind of believe is the best fit for you. And it's a great time for them as college athletes to kind of find out who they want to be and, and bring out their personality to their performance. Okay. So that's what, that's my next question for you. Cause the floor and that the choreography and the dance that goes along with the floor is absolutely my favorite part. It's so much fun to watch. And I feel like BYU gymnasts have had some just classic routines throughout these past few years. So do you come up with most of what the gymnasts do on the floor or do you just find out what they're comfortable with and let them implement their own personality? Oh, you know, it depends on the athlete. Um, when they're when they're freshmen, we spend a lot of time kind of just taking what they've done previously and, and getting them comfortable with the new environment. Um, and then as the by the time they're juniors and seniors, like I love it when they start to be a part of the creative process. And, um, you know, last year, a lot of our seniors kind of created their own routines and I'm just more of a guide and kind of um, can bounce ideas off of them and make sure I tweak it. So it's great right at the end. Um, but it's kind of a process of them growing with what they're comfortable with. So some girls have a lot of potential to kind of create and to get behind the concepts themselves and others are less comfortable with that piece of it. And so I do more for them. Before coaching at BYU, you were a level 10 official for the NCAA and USA gymnastics. Would you say that has helped you as a coach and being able to tell the girls what they're looking for or what to avoid? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, um, one of my coaches was Dawn Cattermull. She was a BYU longtime coach. And she was really big into officiating and knowing every detail of the rules. And so she kind of inspired me as a young coach to kind of take that approach where I could understand what the judge was looking for. Because we depend on what the judge gives, right? That's what we perform for is a judge's score. So when you can have a perspective or a judge's eye of what you know, behind the table, what they actually are looking at. I think it makes all the difference in guiding the athlete to pay attention to certain things so that the score comes back the way we want it. Your home schedule was just released with some uh, really good meets planned here for uh, meets here in Provo, uh, Boise State, Utah State, SUU. Can, can you give us any other hints on who, who you're going to be competing against this year? Yeah, we have an awesome lineup. We actually are traveling to the Las Vegas Invitational, which is a first time uh, meet that they're putting on hosted at the um, the Orleans Convention Center and um, Arena, which is going to be a lot of fun for our team to kick off our season that way. And there's, I believe, 12 teams coming into that competition. So we'll, got to, we'll get to see lots of schools from across the country. Uh, we always love competing at the Best of Utah meet, which is at the Maverick Center. Um, we'll be there January 13th. So that's going to be a lot of fun because... Utah is a great place to do gymnastics. Um, All the universities here have amazing teams, and it's a lot of fun to see them early on. You guys are going to be entering the Big 12, and that's going to be a huge change, obviously, for every single sport. How is that going to affect you guys when it comes to scheduling in the future? We'll definitely be traveling a lot more. Um, You know, West Virginia, Iowa State, uh, Oklahoma, and Denver will be kind of our competition that first year next winter. Um, we've been to West Virginia for some regional competitions and it's a trek. It's definitely, um, (laughs) traveling a lot further than what we're used to. 
but they're great teams. So I expect that they'll elevate our competition just because we'll see them more often. And when you are up against teams like that, they push you to be better. So we're looking forward to it. What are what are your hopes for, for this year's squad? And the reason I ask is I know that there's at least seven or eight girls who are not going to be returning. They've graduated. They've moved on. So what are kind of your hopes for this year's team? Yeah, I'm super hopeful. Um, the Our senior class this year is a super like fun, carefree group of, of ladies. They've been that way since they were freshmen. They're just really inclusive, um, but they like to have a lot of fun, which as a coach, it's like, okay, how's this going to work in a leadership role? But I have been blown away with the, like the heart that I'm seeing from um, our senior leaders and some of our juniors. They just want to be good. And so they're working really hard. I, I am super hopeful. I think it's going to be a fun year with a lot of um, pleasant surprises from girls that are finally getting their moment. So it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Gymnastics is so much fun to watch. And BOU Gymnastics it just keeps getting better and better, it seems, these last few years. All right. you have one brother, Jacoby, who was on BOU swimming team and another brother, Jorgen, is that right? Who was on the cross country team and he was Cosmo. Who would you say, (laughs) Brogan, is the best athlete of the family? Oh man. Well, this is where (laughs) I'll take credit. I came first to BYU. I'm the older sister. So (laughs) I think it was me that set the way for them to kind of have the desire to, to get the full BYU experience and Gosh, I don't know if I can compare because my brothers are pretty awesome. <laughs> and the Cosmo thing is hilarious because all of us did gymnastics at some point. But my brother, Jorgen, that ended up kind of flipping at Lavelle Edwards Stadium and dancing with the Cougarettes. Uh, he was kind of the least acrobatic of all of us. And then he just blew us out of the water in the end. So, you know, never, never say never. <laughs> I love it. So who who's the biggest fan of BYU? I mean, you work for the university now, but yeah, you just mentioned your brother who was Cosmo. I mean, is there one more BYU than the other? No. You know what? He actually works at University of Utah Hospital now as a uh, physician's assistant, and he wears his blue uh, very proud. So he gets a lot of flack from the Utes <laughs> out there. But my mom might be the biggest fan. She's watching BYU Sports Nation every day and just loves it. So <laughs> I love it. We're talking to current BYU assistant gymnastics coach, Brogan Evanson. Brogan, thank you so, so much for coming on with us and taking the time with us today. Thanks for having me. Lots of fun sports in the winter to look forward to. Cleon, what's your favorite? So I'm mainly interested in the men's and women's basketball teams. And uh, I want to see for both of them, actually, I want to see how they handle change because there's a lot of change mm-hmm. on both of their rosters. So that's probably the two teams I'll be paying attention to the most. Big season for all of these teams is their final year in the WCC. I am really looking forward to men's volleyball. I just, I mean, I love basketball. Absolutely. Men's volleyball is so exciting to watch. They always pack the Smith Fieldhouse and they, they've kind of had a, a, a couple down years recently but I think they'll come back up and they just uh just some of my favorite athletes and one of my favorite sports to watch is volleyball all right that does it for us today thanks again to Lauren Gustin and Brogan Evanson for coming on the show with us you can join the Cougar Tailgate wherever you get your podcasts on Apple TuneIn Stitcher Spotify or on BYUradio.org Cougar Tailgate is a production of BYU Radio